What's up, everybody? This is Weedman420 with the Weedman420 podcast. How y'all doing today? What's up, Dot Boy? Yo, what up, Polly? What's up, everybody? Shadi? Yo, yo, yo. T. What's up? We're all feeling good today. We're a little baked. Hopefully, uh, you guys can get baked with us during this podcast. We've been doing some research the last couple weeks. We're learning and helping, hopefully, help you guys learn. Some interesting facts I learned about cannabis. It's been around for a thousand years. That's the longest time. Thousands and thousands of years. For and, good reason. Yes. Lots of good reasons. And what's cool about cannabis, we're going to be talking to you about indicas, sativas, and hybrids today. Oh, and, my. <laughs> and what we learn and, and all the education we've been doing and finding out. Something I want to talk to you about, though, before we go into uh, my, my segment is indicas. But before we go into it, I want to talk to you about when you do a Google search about sativas, indicas, and hybrids. If you just type in those, you're going to get about 467,000 results. Did you count them all? I did. It was a long time. Nice. All morning. (laughs) Just don't do a simple search when you're looking these up. Go a little bit more in depth to look at some articles that are going to help you with what you want to smoke, what's going to help you medically, what's going to help you learn about cannabis. And we'll have our sources on our website, so make sure you check those out, too, if you want to see the sites that we think are really good options to learn from. Our goal is also to empower all you listeners out there and, and on the knowledge of cannabis. And today's knowledge that we're learning has been fucking awesome. I got some good stuff for you today on some little bit more history of cannabis and where the plants kind of originated from and... uh you can trace cannabis back 6,000 years. 6,000 years, huh? I would have loved to have smoked with the first person who smoked cannabis 6,000 years ago. <laughs> would you have, though? I would have loved to. I feel like it would have been, like, super... If you weren't as high as that, like, it would have just been creepy. Like, what if you... this? They're just getting high, and you're like, what the fuck is happening to this person? <laughs> you know? I thought it would have been great. Uh, I'd go in, like, a big tent or something, do, like, a big-ass hot box. Like, just burn <laughs> that shit and just sit in there like a sauna. <laughs> But, like, I'm sure the first person was, like, so freaked out over it. Yeah, so I'd, I'd be, like, sitting there trying to see some shit. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Do you think you think they tripped out the first time someone smoked it 6,000 years ago? Do you think there was, like, more medical, like, wow. shamans and shit? I bet you it was definitely – no, it was probably definitely different because people were just, like, probably smoking any plant they found just to see what happened. Like, why would someone just smoke – Weed was definitely not the first plant they just tried to smoke. Well, yeah, did you ever run out of weed and just go pick up some grass off your front? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it might work. Well, yeah, they put fertilizer on it. Yeah. I know you've bought on the streets long enough to smoke some oregano once or twice in your life. <laughs> hey, 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 never that. Definitely some bad weed, but never oregano. At least it got me some sort of high. Not a good one. <laughs> and you, you can definitely tell the difference in between some of that like reg shit you buy and then some of that medical shit we've been oh yeah, had yeah. Before. and that's like some stuff definitely we're gonna get into and talk about because we want to make sure you find what's right for you and you're getting it from a spot that's right not some you know back alley thing let me do that <laughs> you guys yeah what else do you do over in the, the back counter? alley there dove boy <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> you know what though also too with the history of cannabis there's been so much restrictions placed 
because of drug policies. And so the research is still not all there. But as this country evolves into drug policy and legalization, we're going to get more and more research done in this country. I'm super stoked. But right now I'm going to go into a little bit of Indica and talk to you guys about Indica and what I researched out and give you a little bit of the history. In 1783, a scientist named Lamarack came across a, a type of cannabis that was pretty distinct, uh, totally different from any other plant he had found. Uh, so the indica plant, and I'll give you just four basic rundowns of it. It originated from the Middle East. He discovered it in India. It, it grows roughly three to four feet high. It's uh, broad, wide, dark green leaves, adapts in harsh, colder environments. Yeah. So like, what, what you say, like colder, you're going like farther away from the equator? Well, if you're looking at where it originated from in India, right? it, it ranged more of the colder desert areas. Okay. So where it would be cold at night and it thrived in there. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it thrived in there is because of what we all like about yeah. cannabis and about indica. What's that weed, man? Resin. Ooh. As Dav would call it, he likes resin because he likes the sauce. I get lost in the sauce. <laughs> but if you, Yes, you do. But if you look at it in the environment it, it grew and it flourished at was like countries like Afghanistan, India, Turkey, Morocco. And because it grew in those areas, uh, it grew a, a unique a lot of unique characteristics of, of the bud and of the plant. Right. Um, that's why it was brought here in the 1970s mm -hmm. and it did in Northern California. And that's why it thrived and it grew so well in Northern California. That's why those guys are all chill as fuck out there probably. <laughs> fuck yeah, they are. Definitely. It started in California? Uh, they brought it over from, from the Middle East huh. back in the 70s. I didn't know that. The one thing else about indica with that resin we were talking about, that sticky organic substance produced by the plants, by most plants to protect themselves. But this resin is dense in cannabinoids, which we'll talk more at another episode. There's so much more we can talk about cannabinoids, but we're going to go into that another time. But makes an indica very potent. And if you guys have ever smoked indica, we all know what we call indica in the couch, couch lock. Makes you very, very relaxed. Um makes you feel really good uh, when you're body high, makes you think clearly. And that's probably the reason why I like Indica the most is because of the nice body high I get and how it makes me feel. Um, some other things I've learned about Indica is that it, we talked about it's a little bit shorter, more compact than uh, the sativa plant. It's dense, uh, firm to the touch, uh, often features some purple and nurple colors. Dave, you like those purple leaves, Paul. You like that, right? Yeah, we love that purple. I always try to get a good picture on that purple because it looks real good, and you smell that purple too. <laughs> you know, another thing I learned about Indica was it, it was originated in the Hindu Kush mountains of the Middle East, Ooh. which is pretty cool. That's why you get the name Kush. Yeah, Hindu Kush is actually a strain in itself too. Mm-hmm. Some of the, the indica effects that I feel when I'm on indica is it gets me into that in the couch, couch lock. It impacts my body, makes me feel really relaxed and, and helps me really sleep at night. I have a really bad back. And what I like about indica is, is that it really takes the pressure off when I'm trying to sleep at night in bed, trying to find a comfortable position. And when I smoke indica, it helps me relax. Dov, you smoke a lot of indica. What do you like about it? I like it. You know, it's that melt melting feeling, you know. I feel it from the face, and then, like, it's that full relax down all the way to the bottom of my body. Definitely hits, like, all those joints that I feel. I got a lot of pain in. Uh, with the migraines, I know there are certain strains I have used that, like, help hit behind the eyes, which is a big, like, thing with, like, sensory. And it just, like, gives me that good relaxation feel. I could, like, finally just sit down on the couch, 
turn off the lights and relax when I'm really not feeling well. And uh, she's smiling over there when I say that. Because it heightens your physical senses, which makes you like music. Exactly. You can just like turn on like a good record or something that you want. I sound old as shit saying record. I'm not really that old. (laughs) Don't even know what a fucking record is. But anyways, you can just put on something. Music sounds super fucking dope when when you smoke a fat bowl of any indica strain. Just Mm -hmm. awesome. What's one of your favorite strains? I've always been a big fan of Granddaddy Perp, but... Like like I said with the eyes, that bordello strain has really been hitting behind the eyes and like from a medical standpoint that helps more. But like just having fun, like granddaddy perp for like relaxing. Just I have not tried that to... bordello yet. I still have it in my favorite jar over there. You really should try that. I know. I know. <laughs> you, uh, I know. You would like to relax on that, like when you go uh watch like some dope like planet or crap or whatever you do. Oh, I love, love, love watching animal shows and fish shows when I'm on Indica. Polly, what do you like about indica and what do you like to smoke? Uh, yeah, just going with that relaxation thing, as everyone said, of course you feel that. Um, but even if it doesn't take the pain away, the nice thing is is that it'll make you be relaxed enough to just sleep if you need to sleep. Yeah. Like even if even if you still have a little bit pain of pain, like the indica strains that you smoke are just gonna knock you right out at night, and it's just such a good thing. Um, and then. Yeah, even just, like, lounging around if you want to just, like... It's just a chill strain in general. Like, even if you're not trying to sleep, you just want to sit on the couch, watch a movie, listen Mm -hmm. to that music. Everything is just, like, heightened as, like, you're just kind of focused in on what you're watching or listening to, and you just enjoy the shit out of it, so... Paulie, do you like the munchies when you uh, are on Indica? No. Munchies are on everything I smoke. (laughs) Even if it's it's heightened for Indica, it doesn't matter, because I'll just... Smoking just... Even it's like it might be in my head a little bit too, um, but yeah, I just eat as soon as I smoke. <laughs> Watching Polly Mall like bags of candy is one of the coolest things. We'll Maybe <laughs> we'll get it on video. <laughs> no, no, I want to get it on video and let everyone see. It's it is an art. It's an art in itself. You know, I like it though too because it loosens my body. Like we talked about earlier, Shoddy, you like Indicas? Yeah, that's. I mean, when I wanted to smoke weed for a reason it was because of like not getting enough sleep and that's what indica's really helped with and i mean you know you guys know this that i'm in the process of trying to figure out how much i can smoke or what should i smoke before it's i go to bed always an interesting thing for people with portion sizing yeah, yeah. shoddy is a test subject yes right? I, <laughs> and, and you know not what, for you guys because i am so much lighter than you guys shoddy you're a perfect example of when you smoke or or eat an edible you should record what you do and how much you yeah. do for your for your personal intake yeah. somebody like yourself who's who's probably smoked cannabis here and there throughout the years but it, maybe at a party in a social event yeah. but smoking cannabis regularly to help what we talked about with you the last couple times when we've discussed cannabis with you was to find out what's good for your body right. you have trouble sleeping sometimes sometimes you get anxiety so if somebody like you is perfect it's like if you try an indica strain that did your body right that's a good strain for you and i and i test this to everybody out there who's just starting with cannabis start recording what you're what you're yeah. doing what kind of cannabis you're taking in if it's an indica strain write it down write down how much you smoked or if you ate an edible what the thc percentage was which paul will go into in a little bit here when we talk about our strain of the day but that would be great for you shoddy to really like when you ate an edible last night to help you go to sleep you know you took you said you didn't take enough so now next time you might want to take a little bit more of those of of, of that nighttime eddy to help you go to sleep and with those edibles too or whatever like 
across those strains, you're going to get a little bit of difference. And like every edible you eat, like if it's from a different brand, you could expect a different high. Um, And even when you go from smoking out of a bong to a joint to a bowl, even each one of those, like every, like say one hit, if you take a look, if you're nice and you share the corners of your bowl like you should with whoever you're smoking with. Yes. Um, Leave that green you, for other people. Yeah, uh, you should remember that it's going to be a different hit out of each thing you smoke out of too, so try to keep track of that. Nice. We're going to move on though next to uh, our boy Dav. He's going to talk a little bit about sativas and give you uh, a little info on it. Dav, what you got for us today, buddy? So uh, my boy, who's all of our boy, Carl Linnaeus, Back in 1753, he was just strumming around Asia, and it was uh, just by accident and chance, he just happened to stumble upon this nice, thin, beautiful-looking green plant, and she was looking real good, named was Mary she, Jane. Was she curvy? Mm. She had those long leaves. <laughs> oh, she wasn't thick, though. She was nice and she was thin. Different from the Indica. <laughs> but, uh, for real, he was just roaming around there, uh, and he found, like, he found Sativa. And it was that more energizing, boosting, opposite effect of the Indica. Not really in the couch, more, like, productive. I want to run around, like, do a bunch of cool stuff. Maybe, like, go on a hike. Like, to differ from the Indica, as you said, your Indica over there is grown in those cold, uh, areas. This stuff is more grown in the warmer areas, like closer to the equator, Colombia, Mexico, Thailand. And uh, like growing-wise, like longer daylight hours and lots of sunshine. So the opposite ends of the earth, we get different types of strains, huh? Yeah, it's, it's like you kind of like wonder like the differences in those. Like those people over there smoking indica all the time, when they finally ran into sativa, you think they were just like, holy shit, this is a different world. They were probably planting crops and running around like crazy, huh? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And then what differs with it is it's lower CBD and higher THC, so you get that like psychoactive effect in your head, and it really stimulates, and you're more euphoric. On the same side, though, that psychoactive will make you be paranoid if you smoke too much. Remember that. Mm-hmm, because you're increasing your serotonin, that neurotransmitter, involved in the regulating of learning, mood, sleep, anxiety, and appetite, and it's really stimulating everything. So you can kind of get in your own head with that a lot. What kind of stimulation are we talking about, <laughs> Dav? Mental stimulation. Get your head out of your ass or weed, man. Come on. <laughs> a little pervert. Uh, but they call it the daytime use one as opposed to indica with the nighttime. Like Examples of those, uh, green crack, which we know Shorty is a shoddy's favorite. <laughs> she loves it. I've never seen someone run through a strain like that. That was amazing. <laughs> um, Jack Herrera, Sour Diesel, Durban Poison. My personal favorite, Sweet Island Skunk. I love it. I I've been I smoked that. I was just running through everything I could find. I ran out of stuff to do in the house, and I started like researching stuff because I was. I don't I wrote like papers I didn't even have to write papers for. I just, it was just a lot of fun. And uh, it's creative. And like, I know like a lot of people when they smoke their sativas, they like to go clean their house. Uh, the tr- it knocks out chores. It makes chores fun. Chores are fucking boring. I'm a big smoking cleaner. <laughs> the crazy yeah. thing for me is I, I know, I know guys that work out and gals that work out at the gym that smoke sativa before they go. Mm-hmm. I was never a smoker and going to the gym. Really? That's I, the I, last thing I want to do. Yeah, it's weird. I see. I know people all the time that love to smoke sativa. Yeah, and go to the I, gym. I'd like to. 
You do too. How does it yeah. make how does it make you feel when you go to the gym on Sativa? What what do you accomplish when you get everything done, or do you get you get do you get a little, do you ever get paranoid when you go to the gym because there's too many people around? How does it make you? What do you do when you're at the gym? Uh, I I don't feel paranoid. I'm in there because I'm like more in my own zone. You know, you everyone kind of like those are head headphones in, just gets like in their in their groove. More so, I do because like I mean, my joints are killing me. <laughs> I I'm getting older now. I can't bear the bear the weight there in the gym but like i still want to be active still want to stay fit so going in there you know smoke a little bit loosen up do your stretches and like helps you stay focused on what you're doing because everyone gets lazy in the gym sometimes and gets lazy with physical activity i feel like it like puts me in my mind like hey you got a task to do let's go get it done get you in that zone at the same time though if you're thinking about going to the gym after smoking (laughs) it can affect your heart rate uh so be careful with that because if it Mm. does something to your heart rate while you're at the gym you never know what could happen so on a lighter note (laughs) (laughs) hopefully wait i just lost my train of thought so goodbye continue on a lighter note like going after like if you smoke before you go to the gym like chances are you're probably gonna be pretty fucking hungry afterwards like Like shoddy is right now because that edible just kicked in and i can tell that's why she's losing her train of thought Yeah, you've been more looking at that DoorDash app like it's candy. <laughs> no, it's so bad. It's so bad. And, uh, well, like, sativa-wise, what do you guys like to smoke weed, man? Man, you know, you guys know how I get on sativas. I do love that sour pink, pink grapefruit, boy. Mm-hmm. Man, I am. that's one of the ones that I. it doesn't get me paranoid. You know, I can function yeah. on it. I can do a lot of stuff on it. I can, I can... I like to dance and go out to parties and... I always want a sativa going I'm to see a show. On that dance floor, boy. Oh, man, I see that, you. That old school mosh pit dance. Yeah. And you guys all like that, huh? <laughs> I like to get down and boogie with that, though. I know. When we go to shows, we all smoke sativa because we want to be lit up. We want to go. We want to feel the beat. And we want to be energetic, yeah. you know? And that's why I like sativas. But that another one that I like a lot, too, is um, is Sojay Haze. That's a real nice one, too, I've been smoking. Uh, there's a lot of good sativa strains I've smoked in in the last few years. That I've been getting from from uh, dispensaries, and you know what? They're all good. They all light me up. But that's our pink grapefruit boy. I gotta tell you what, that's probably my fave right now. That's that? a good one. That is made by Cresco Labs. Oh. Yeah, they just opened up their tenth state. It's pretty big. They're growing like yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, I did read about that. Dispensaries had their own states. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> learn something new every day, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we knew. Yeah, 10 states. But their stuff is lit up. They're growing pretty quick here. I'm pretty impressed with their stuff. Yeah, um, they do bring the heat with those. Streams. Yeah. Green Crack was another good one for me. That shoddy like that one's a yeah. real good one. That's made by Nature's Grace. We like that one too. Um, but we're going to move on to uh, hybrids now. Our boy Polly over here is going to talk a little bit about hybrids. What you got for us, Polly? So with hybrids, uh, it's kind of hard to trace like the start of them because they've been going on for a while. And a bunch of people could try and claim the fame to the first one. Um, but what you'll normally see is uh, sativas can be bred with sativas. Indicas can be bred with indicas to just create a new sativa, a new indica strain. Uh, but when the good stuff starts coming, because <laughs> there are favorite types of strain, is when uh, indicas are bred with sativas. Um, so when you have that crossbreeding, you can either get an indica dominant uh, which means it's heavier on the indica side. You'll get more of those indica type effects, um, maybe higher CBD content, um, things like that. And then you can get an in, uh, sativa dominant, which is going to be 
the higher THC level and more of those sativa effects that we talked about before. Uh, and then you can even find 50-50s, which are a straight split of indica and sativa. Mm. And those are pretty smooth too. Um, so with the with these uh, different strains, it can get confusing. There are so many different strain names that are being made because of this. Uh, there's just new things coming out every day. There's a new hot strain because all of these hybrids that are getting uh, created. Um, so it's hard to keep track. But you just got to remember that those there's those sativa dominance and those indica dominance and just find the one you like um and uh with that uh it'll take effects from both too so if you think you have an or an indica dominant you're gonna still feel some sativa effects uh and same with the other way around uh and we love our hybrids here um there's always those favorite og strains we all have but I gotta say that an indica dominant is probably my favorite strain. Uh, they're just great. You get those with those indica dominant effects. You can expect like uh, to feel it's not as much indica couch because uh, you get those sativa feelings on the back end. So you might be like pretty mellow, but still like ready to go. Uh, I get real talkative off of uh, indicas, uh, indica dominant strains hybrids sorry um yeah so with the sativa dominant the same thing you you might be like a really like mellowed out but like ready to go at the same time like you just kind of get that body relaxation while also being like focused and energetic so it's a real nice mix um some of my favorites uh probably my favorite strain is vanilla kush and we've done some mixes with vanilla kush ourselves and those strains have been fucking money hybrids (laughs) that we create (laughs) um yeah so hybrids are just a really good mix and the good thing uh i didn't mention is that when these growers are making these new hybrids they can try to carry on the best effects that you get from each of those strains to try and just create this like like top tier like strain that will help everybody like that's what they're just trying to do bring on science bitch yeah science to make as many good as effects move on to these new strains they're creating and that's why i think hybrids are important and there may be some hate for them because everyone loves those ogs and they're just like why are all these new strain names coming out this is all so dumb but it's actually pretty uh important for the medical field because as these new strains are created there's new opportunities for people with different uh, medical ailments that need to experiment Mm -hmm. with medical cannabis. And hopefully these new strains that keep getting made can lead to better and better results for people. And that's why I advocate for them. Uh, So what about you guys? What do you guys like about your hybrids? I know we're all, we're a pretty indica dominant podcast. Um, we love those indicas, baby. Yeah. But I feel like I like hybrids because, so, you know, some nights where I'm staying in with you guys, like, I don't want to fall asleep, mm-hmm. but I want to be, like, rowdy either. So yeah. it just keeps like, you, like, that indica like, dominant hybrid. Level, level-headed yeah. like this. You like that balance, though, kind of that 50-50 balance, or do yeah. you like more of a higher indica I dominant? I think it depends on, like, the situation. Like you said, going yeah. out, it's yeah. great. I like the, like the Chicago Blue Dream. You know, repping the homeland. It's oh, that yeah. 50-50 sativa dominant. But it's like, it gives you that good mellow feeling, but like sharpness. So yeah. I kind of, I, I get my wit from that and try to be yeah. clever sometimes. That's some of the best parts of those 
uh, hybrids is the mix of the qual- like qualities from both sativa and indicar in it. And if you can find that perfect mix, it's just so good. My <laughs> ultimate favorite, which we smoked last night, was that Blackberry Kush by Revolution. Yeah, oh, yeah, Blackberry that is good Kush. stuff. That is my absolute favorite. It's a talkative mellow, oh. so you can just talk mm-hmm. for hours. Yeah, and it's just a very white voice. Yeah, yeah ho, 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 ho. But I love that that strain mm-hmm. i love it because it gives me everything i need it gives me that little bit of that sativa balance where i'm awake but it keeps me mellow gives me that nice body medicalness that i need to feel loose also i get touchy feely like i touch stuff and my senses are all like lit up and and it's a great strain if you ever get your hands on it i highly highly recommend blackberry kush my ultimate favorite of the hybrids. Um, Paul, you brought up some good points and I didn't get a chance to, to jump in, but I, I was reading some articles in, about hybrids and the example that I really like is kind of crossbreeding dogs, like a Labradoodle. Yeah, that's definitely a good way to describe <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You crossbreeding of dogs and they and the growers nowadays are growing some of the most fantastic hybrids out there. And kind of I just want to jump in though too with this is – do you feel in some of the research that you've done, are we going to lose some of the OG strains? Are we going to lose Northern Lights, which was one of my favorite strains to date all around OG, Indica Dominant strain? Do you feel we're going to lose some of these OG strains or how are we going to keep these going on? If we lose them, uh, it might just be in like the dispensaries. Uh, but I mean, I think there's always going to be grow houses that kind of stick to the old stuff or you'll at least be able to find those like og strains on the street because everybody Mm -hmm. loves them uh so i don't think they'll ever go away uh i don't think any strain should go away uh people should try and keep like every strain in rotation because you never know which one could help somebody or you never know which one somebody just fucking loves to smoke Mm -hmm. when they want to do whatever like if they want to relax or go out they found that strain for them they found that strain for them and if that disappears they're going to be pissed and it's hard to find another one i mean it's out there but you got to go through the whole process again of trying to find it so i think it's just good to have everything in rotation and keep trying new things but don't forget about uh, what got you there and remember those OGs. Yeah, and they definitely all serve a purpose. Yeah. And I think, I don't think you can get rid of, like, those OG strains. It's like, you bring up the example with the dogs, like, crossbreeding the dogs. You still have those purebred dogs, though. Yeah, 100%. Like, those those don't go away. Everyone's going to want that that lab. You know, little fluffers yeah, or whatever sure. the hell you want to <laughs> name them. Or a poodle. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're like that, that right? Not knocking people with poodles. I'm sure they're little, little dope dogs. But yeah, I, there, there's always going to be a need for that certain strain, like Polly was saying. Yeah. It, they're all going to serve a purpose. I feel like if you look at it in that sense, then you kind of feel the need you have to keep producing those at that rate because it is helping somebody out there, and it's helping us get big. True. True. Like we're going to get baked right fucking now. Hell yeah, I'm about time. Oh. I fucking need to get stoned. What do we got today, baby? I need to get baked. What do we, we got, Polly? got Green Line OG. This is a hybrid uh, sativa dominant from mm. Cresco. It's on their reserve line, so we're a little fancy today. I'm starting to get uh, big on those hybrid sativas, man. Yeah, I think hybrids. There's some good ones out there. So we're going to smoke at one, so I'm going to... 
try it right now. And we're going to um, smoke out of our favorite, one of our favorite pieces down here, our Rick and Morty bong, all hail, the beaker bong we're smoking out of. So if you guys got a strain you're going to be smoking, hopefully you can find this strain and smoke it with us on the podcast here. And then shoot us a DM, shoot us a, shoot us an email, let us know what you uh, felt on this strain, if you, if you can find it out there. Let us know how it worked for you. I'm going to smoke mine out of uh, a new pipe that I got that I really, really enjoy smoking out of. Uh, this is uh, what I call the Gandalf pipe here. So I'm going to smoke a little bit with you guys. So while they're smoking, uh, this Green Line OG has uh, 28% THC. Woo! So that's, it's going to get you It's gonna get you high, uh, definitely. Uh, so something fun. like this is You ain't good, choking unless you're choking, Dove. True. This is a good hey, point to talk about, like right. that THC level. Uh, when that THC level is real high, uh, that's what brings in the psychoactive. And uh, those psychoactive effects, if you take in too much, uh, it's going to make you paranoid. So as you see, we all just started off with one little rip of an amount that we know. And we should avoid those paranoid feelings, uh, which is the goal when you smoke a sativa, is just to smoke the right amount because once you go too heavy into those sativas or smoke too much, there is that risk of ruining being high for yourself and maybe never wanting to try it again. Uh, paranoia is like the biggest thing to scare people away from smoking. It's probably one of the biggest reasons I hear people say, yeah, no, I got paranoid once. I'll never do it again. I hate so, hearing that. Hate yeah. It. And it definitely comes down to a lot of the time. Sometimes it could be, it's the wrong strain from you, but a lot of the times it can be you smoke too much. Uh, because you just didn't know your limit. And if you take just a smaller amount next time, it's going to be a lot better. Um, but we're going to let these effects kick in so we can let you know how this strain makes us feel and give you a nice review of if we like it or not. Uh, so while that happens, Dave's going to give you a little something, something. In the papers with Dav over there. I got really baked and read a couple articles, and I found this one was the coolest. Nice. Weed Man, what's something I love to do in the fall on Sundays? You love to watch football and get baked. And pretty soon, hopefully, these NFL players can get baked after their football games as well. We're, uh, NFL Players Association is working on uh, making changes to the substance abuse policy and its next collective bargaining agreement. Uh, basically, they're going to work on being like the NBA where the players don't get drug tested, essentially. It's kind of like we don't. We're not going to ask you if you smoke weed. Just don't tell us you smoke weed. I think that's great, especially with all the concussion syndrome that's going on in the oh, NFL yeah. today. Yeah. They definitely need that instead of painkillers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. And if you look at the stories you hear from like these older NFL players, like I know Brett Favre, like, they pumped him with lots of painkillers for games. Like He played with a broken leg. Like Other players, too, back in the day. And like nowadays, you're looking at players like, Josh Gordon, David Irving, like they get busted for like marijuana because like their body aches. They don't want to take those yeah. painkillers. They found their alternative that works for them, and they're being punished for it. And you know that's kind of just like a shitty just situation. Crazy that they don't or get punished they're... on taking opioids, and and they get addicted and hooked on these opioids, mm-hmm. and they wind up taking to start off with taking one pill, then they go to two to three to four. Next, you know they're on five. Next, you know they're 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 addicted to opioids, and they right. need it to. They they think they need it to survive. On top of that, maybe they just fucking like it, <laughs> and yeah, should be like, allowed to fucking smoke 
It, and that's yeah. another thing that if we're wanna, advocating. If they want to just smoke some weed, I think they earned it. I mean, yeah. they've, they're providing me entertainment on Sunday. I'm smoking weed watching them. Why <laughs> yeah. can't they smoke weed? I don't want them to watch me. I'm not doing anything important, but they could smoke weed. I don't think yeah. they should smoke during the game, though. No, no, no. I mean, I don't show up. Or like, or like, like before a game. Right? If, <laughs> what did you just say? I don't show up to work, big. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, anyway, we'll skip that one. But we'll say I, I think they should be able to take it when they're at home in their, in their own choice to be able to get away from the painkillers. I agree with yeah. this 100%. I hope the, uh, the NFL <laughs> – Let's them yeah. or or passes this by law in their laws to be able to let their players mm-hmm. smoke cannabis if they want. Yep, and their current uh, collective bargaining agreement is set to expire in 2021. So hopefully we'll see those changes implemented. And like I said, it is used in the NBA where they don't drug test, so you, you kind of know it's probably going down there too, which it, it hasn't caused a problem. I don't think you so. Know, I don't hear any problems out of NBA players. No, I just. Like we talked about, I think it's a great thing for them. Get them off those opioids. Get them off that morphine. What's that other thing they stick in the needles? They give the players um, uh, the cortisone shots. Cortisone shots. shots. Yeah, the, oh, those are. They're te- didn't you didn't you have to take a cortisone shot for your arm or or your your uh, elbow? I probably got one somewhere sometimes. Yeah, when you were playing baseball, you know. I mean, if, yeah, they do a lot of things. Yeah. Well, you got to think those cortisone shots. It, all it does is take away the pain. You, you still have the hurt. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, at least with cannabis. It, you still will feel the hurt a little bit. I moved my bag back. You know, yeah. I, I still feel it, but I'm not in pain. Right. You know? And I found cannabis was better for baseball, but I mean. I hope they, they pass this and they let the NFL players make their too. choice. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. We'll definitely like to see Josh Gordon back there because he's, he's pretty cool. He's a beast, huh? Hopefully they start removing drug tests from everywhere because I think they're bullshit for the vast majority of Yeah, they're kind of a waste of money. So. Uh yeah, let's hope it's all gone. Yeah. Uh, so how how's everybody feeling? I'm I'm pretty baked. I'm baked. Yeah. That we, green yeah, line that. OG is lights out. I've smoked it a, a couple weeks ago when we first got it, and when I was doing a little work at the computer, doing some research for the podcast, and I was man on fuego. This here, fuego. I feel yeah, I feel a little tingling in the cheeks and in my hands and my toes. Mm-hmm. I got a nice little light head, <laughs> a little light headiness right now. The one thing I liked about it, I smoked just enough. Not to make me paranoid. And that's what I like about this strain. I do not get paranoid on it. I I know my limit on how much I smoke on this one because of the high THC at, what did you say, 20? 28%. 28% is a very high, high THC. And that's what you got to be careful of. I like this strain a lot. I highly recommend it, especially if you want to be talkative, if you want to go out dancing, if you want to. And it is a hybrid, don't forget, too. So you're going to have that uppity hybrid, but a little bit of just mellowness in the body. It's taking away my back pain right now, but I feel friggin' great. It's crazy. Right now, I feel... Like, my back is feeling great. Like, usually a lot of strains don't take away my back pain too much. They kind of just relax me and get me a little bit looser, which, like, it's just a different... I don't really even know how to describe it, but it's a different feeling. But this one, like, my back feels really good. Um, It's definitely that body high from the indica uh, part of the strain. And then that sativa part, I feel talkative. I'm definitely... I'm definitely on edge, like in a good way, uh, like focused, ready to keep this podcast rolling. My head feel like 200 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, but it also wants to stay awake at the same I'm time. I'm looking at weed man like Eric Foreman was looking at Red and Kitty when he got caught smoking. Oh, yeah. The, the wall. <laughs> 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 
I like this strain a lot. I do highly recommend this strain for all you out there if you can find it out at your dispensary here. Real quick, I'm going to throw a little loop in. I just want to give a shout-out to Michigan. Weedman420 was in Michigan last week, and I want to say North. Uh-huh. I want to say kudos to you dispensaries out in Michigan. I know it's I know it's recreational now, but not the dispensaries right now are not recreational. They're all mostly medical, but they do take Illinois medical cards. So if you're ever stuck That's in Michigan and you don't got any cannabis and you got your medical card on, you stop at a, a Lake Effect dispensary and Portage. They treated me highly, highly well, and I want to give them a shout out to them. And uh, I'm feeling real good on this strain right now. Whew, I feel good. <laughs> yeah. One more shout out to Cresco, uh, Green Line OG on their reserve line. Again, this is a, we give this uh, a thumbs up for sure. If you can get your hands on it, try it out because it's good. Dav, you got anything else? And uh, one more shout out to you guys for listening and smoking with us and listening to us smoke. And I'm really high. And I hope you guys are really high too. Polly, uh, yeah, I feel good. Um, I, hopefully, we uh, taught you guys something. Uh, if you already knew mo- knew most of this stuff, uh, hopefully, in the next episode, we're gonna flip this around and kind of give you a new way to look for that right strain, and hopefully, show you um, some of the new science that's around and uh, teach you something. If this episode didn't teach you anything, we definitely will in the next one. So stick around, get ready for that. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. I'd like to thank Shadi, our producer, for no making this all come together. T, our technician, throwing mm-hmm. throwing it all out. Thanks, T. And I also want to say, make sure you um, check out our Instagram. It's uh, Weedman420 Chronicles at Weedman420 Chronicles on Instagram. Our boy Paulie over there with all the pictures. You'll know, see some crazy shit coming from Weedman all year round. He's doing some crazy stuff out there. Uh, also, check out our Twitter account, which is Weedman420Pod on Twitter. Our boy Dav yes, doing the sir. post. You'll find some awesome memes. Also, shout us out an email, too, at Weedman420Chronicles at gmail.com. And check that out also. And then we're looking forward to our next episode. We want to say thanks to all of you for listening. Puff, puff, and away. Puff, puff, and away.